Welcome back to the SC Hardback Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namoski. Welcome to another Team Picker episode today. We're going to put in the first draft here. So obviously we've come in, we've had a very quick instant reaction, try to build a team, so it was very, very hard. We then went into some of the jewels and seeing what we can do to try and have some flexibility in our teams. So today, last night, I was going through it, working out what's the best team, and I think I've narrowed down my first draft. Obviously, we're pre-Christmas here, so a lot to change. There's going to be positional matchups we need to keep an eye on. But this is just a quick one. I think some of these guys can make this team, and I think it's going to set up well for a couple of things I want to start planning for early in the offseason. So let's get right into it. Hooker. So I've been saying all offseason, I don't want to not have Harry Grant in all season. And even though he's at 750000 there's probably some better options to save a bit of coin. I just have to do it. I have to lock in Harry Grant with the first pick there. I want to have him. I didn't have him at the start of last season, and it absolutely burned me. Got my season off to the wrong start. I'm not going to let that happen again. The next guy, I'm going to partner with him. I'm obviously going to go a bit cheap here. So I'm going to go with uh, Luke Somerton. I think he will get the bench spot there. I think he will get it over Sonny Luke. And he performed really well last year uh, in those couple of games. So I do like the look of him heading into this season now, obviously. Again, that is a pick predicated on him getting the spot. Um, if obviously Sonny Luke gets a spot there, we'll have to divert, probably look at maybe a Jaden Braley. So right now, Somerton is the backup hooker. Jaden Braley is potentially the guy we'll go to. And as you'll see with the remaining salary, I've tried to have a bit of flexibility there. So let's get into the front row. So this is the second critical decision uh, that I had to make. Basically had to throw away the front row forward position to start the season. Um, there was a stage where I just wanted to have two guns in here and say, let's roll, let's roll with it. Um, can't do it. So Tino gone, Haas gone, Tapane gone, AFB gone. So where are we going? Well, we're going to go for a couple of mid to cheap options uh, to start in the front row here. So the first guy who I think will get a starting spot is Kingdom Palacia. I do think he's going to get that starting spot next to Mofo. And I just think he's going to be a really nice pickup for the Titans this year. He's obviously got that dual flexibility, which we do love here. Um, and I just think he's going to be a walking 40, um, maybe even a 45, depending on how many minutes he does get. Who's going to partner him up front? Well, that's going to be going to the Sydney Roosters. I'm going to be able to pick up Spencer Lanou. I just think you got JWH heading, entering his stage uh, 36 season, uh, 36 years old heading into the season. So to me, they're going to have to start looking towards the future. You obviously got Lindsay Collins, who's a beast there. Terrell May is the only concern. He might be the one who can inject some big minutes here. Uh, but for the 100K less that are going to save there, I think it's a pretty good option to start with Spencer and hopefully get a bit of coin. Okay. Now, once again, these are bench guys predicated on getting a bit of extra minutes here. So the first guy we're going to go here, we're going to go back to the Penrith Panthers. We're going to go to Liam Henry. I do think that he will get um, a bunch of those Spencer Lanou minutes, hopefully, and he can just be someone who is at 238K right now. If he can even get up into that, you know, make 100K, 130K, um, someone who's, you know, in that 400, 450 mark right now, hopefully has a slow start, we can do a, go and do a straight swap there. And the last guy, again, another guy mainly here for the duel, probably not going to get a spot, uh, but we got Billy Army for feeder. Uh, obviously, with the Dragons, I think he's a chance to jag a bench spot. Um, but again, obviously, he might be that guy we start with that dual position just to have a bit of flexibility moving around. So as you can see there, so far we've got Harry Grant as our absolute gun, Summerton as the backup hooker, 
Palacia and Lanou. So we are throwing away the front row four position at this stage with uh, Henry and Fafita on the bench. The two I reckon I have not changed my position. We are going to go mids here. Um, going to kind of stay away for this moment. Now, the first guy we are going to put into this team is Bo Fermor. Now, he would be the candidate at 467000 If we do want to upgrade into a gun uh, before the season, he will be the candidate to move up. So I do like him coming off an ACL. I think you're getting a bit of a reduction here. I think he has got the chance to start very quickly. Like I said, those first four weeks, maybe jump up, you know, 100K, and then we can flip him. So I do like Bo Fermor as a bit of a bridge. Uh, the next guy, again, said he was the first guy picked in my team, Sean Lane. At 446,000, if he will play on the Dylan Brown edge, is an absolute steal. So I love having Sean Lane there at that price with Parramatta. And then we have Josh Curran. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to go for William Kikau to start the season for the Bulldogs. But to me, Curran just offers a bit more value. I think he will get that starting lock spot. And I just think he's critically uh, undervalued right now. Probably he's got 15 points to add on to his average from last season. So you got to get that. So... I do like my my two RF position at the moment. Three guys, I think, you know, in another season potentially could be up into that 600K mark. So getting some really nice value there. It's a nice way to save money. Now on the bench, I've got a guy who I think is going to get very consistent minutes and two guys who I think will get uh, increased minutes this season. So we are staying with the Bulldogs and we're going to go for Ryan Sutton. Now Ryan Sutton at 346,000 is another jewel. So again, a bit of flexibility between... Him, Fafita, and Palacia in this team right now. And 346k, he's going to be someone I think will have to start for them. It'll be him or Henry, potentially, who will start at front row forward. And, you know, you got no Luke Thompson. you got no Davida Pengai. There's going to be minutes there. So I think Ryan Sutton could just be someone who, even if he averages around 40, again, he's someone who can slot in there on an off week, try and get some minutes there. The next guy we're going to put in here, yeah, we're going to the Canberra Raiders. We're going to go to Trey Mooney. Uh, again, going to be interesting to see how the minutes shake out there. Smithies is obviously down there now, so that's another one potentially that's going to take minutes away, but he just looks good and, you know, obviously averaged at 33 last season uh, out of those three matches. I just think there's maybe a little bit more. I think he can consistently get that, that bench spot, maybe even get that average to maybe even a 38 to a 42. And again, another guy, uh, let's try and get a bridge to another fallen guy and make a bit of coin there. Then the last guy, again, another one similar to Henry, really predicated on him getting uh, a bit of minutes, is Justin Matamua. I just think that, you know, obviously Pole right now is the lock there, but I just think Matamua has a real chance, especially with Benji, to come in here and get some minutes there. So I do like having him available. So as you can see, we have not only real gun right now is Harry Grant. So that's where we got to start filling in some guns now. Obviously, we've kind of, been very lucky in the two RF. We've got some mids that can, you know, get us to a certain point. Uh, we've got our front row forwards that can make us a bit of coin as well. But now let's get some guns here. So let's go straight into the halfback slot. Uh, very similar to last week. You want to try and have the guns. Uh, we're going to go for the guns. So we're going to go Nathan Cleary into Nico Hines. Wouldn't uh, make it work in the first round. I think it's an absolute must. Um, there's basically for me four absolute musts this year. Harry Green is one. Nathan Cleary and Nico Hines is two and three. We'll get to number four in a second. So I feel very comfortable with uh, my half pairing there. I know each week I've got a vice captain or captain in these two guys. 
5-8, we will go, again, pretty cheap. Uh, the first guy we're going to bring in is Luke Brooks. Uh, so, obviously, Luke Brooks, Matt Burden, there's about 26K difference. And I do think at the end of the season, Luke Brooks will be ahead of Matt Burden. So, I'm very happy to lock in a melee player there nice and early. And then for our second position, we are going to go very cheap here. We're no KO weeks. So, whoever gets that spot out of KO weeks and Ethan Strange will be into our 5-8 spot uh, just again. There's going to be a chance to make some points, get a quick 150k, then hopefully downgrade or upgrade, downgrade a gun uh, with KO weeks there. Let's go to the fullback slot. I want to jump into the fullbacks here. Um, now, again, I mentioned there's four absolute guns you need to get. Grant, Cleary, Hines. I think Kalen Ponga is the other one. So for me, the two best fullback runs right now is Ponga and Drinkwater. Um... I just need to take KP. Need to take KP, get it done, get him in. Now, the second guy, again, we are going to go for another gun. Uh, and I just think I want to have someone from this team. I need to have a warrior. It's Charles Nickel Cookstart. So very happy right now. Harry Grant as my nine. You got Cleary and Hines as my halfbacks. I think Brooks will be a 5-8 suicide by the end of the season. Then you got Ponga and Chan. So I've got plenty of attacking options now heading into the CTWs. And this is where I want to have at least two, what I classify as guns, two guys that with the potential to make at least 150K, and then three bench guys where either Jewel or Opportunity can come up and make a bit of coin. Let's get right into it. Who's the gun we're picking? So obviously, I think there's a clear top five. Uh, you can even throw it into a top seven if you like. You've got them right there. Marzu. Asako, Gagai, Holmes, Garrick, Toto, and Dallin. Uh, I am going to go Ruben Garrick. Um, one, he's got the jewel. Two, I think this melee team is going to shred this season if Turbo is fit, even if he's not. Like I said, you've got Kula, who can go fullback. Garrick can go to fullback. He's a bit matchup proof there. And then you've obviously got Brooks with DCE. So Garrick is my first CTW locked in. Now, my next guy is a bit of a gamble now. Looking at the draws, I love the Cowboys early draw. And I haven't got any Cowboys in here right now. So I can't afford Val Holmes right now, but I can afford Murray Toalangi. So I do think that every season I do like to go with a bit of a point of difference CTW who can score well. Um, in previous years, that was Jackson Polo when he had his hot start with the Rabbits. Uh, I just think Murray right now is a bit underpriced at, fi at 528000 I think he's a bit to offer. So I'm going to lock in... Murray Taolangi and hope that he can act as my second gun CTW. And again, someone who, as we get closer to the first buy, and who knows, maybe Murray Taolangi has a nice start, about home dips a bit of money, and all of a sudden that bridge right now vows at 736. Murray's at 528. And I would like to make that switch. I do want to get Val Holmes in here at a certain stage. There's also a Jermaine Asako, Greg Marzi. Those guys have started so high that... You just want to have the ability, if they drop a bit of coin by round five, you can jump on them. And I think someone like Tualangi is not going to drop anything off that 528. If those guys can even drop 100,000, you're in with a good chance to have an early upgrade. So that's why I always like starting with that guy around the 500k mark who has a chance to be a gun. Um, but he's not going to drop below than that. You know, He's not going to go into the 470s, you wouldn't think. He's going to stay right around that 530 mark. Now the two guys are all about, if they have a nice opportunity, can make some coin and be a season keeper. So I need a piece of the Panthers' backline. I can't afford 
uh, To'o, I can't afford uh, Tungo, but I can afford Taylor May. If he does lock down that center spot, selfishly, I would love a guy like Jason McLean to get that spot. But right now, I'm going to go Taylor May because I just need to have someone in that Panthers back line. And then the second guy here, uh, it's going to be whoever the Canberra fullback is right now, Xavier Savage. Again, Savage and Chevy Stewart, they're both dual fullback CTW, so I love that. Chevy's obviously bottom dollar, so we'd love to get him in here. But right now, Xavier Savage is the pick. Now the bench. So again, guys, I'm looking for flexibility. I'm looking for a chance to make a bit of coin. I'm going back to the Bulldogs. I'm going for Jamin Salmon. So again, 317k, CTW, 2RF. It doesn't look like he's going to start with a second row spot, but I think he's going to be an integral part off the bench, and there'll be weeks where he does play. I like him getting him in there. He's someone who I think if he can get and lock down a spot, it wouldn't surprise me at all if uh, he can somehow jag 45 minutes in this team and really get that average up at least 10. So I like Jamin Salmon there. The next guy we want to go is to Newcastle. You know, I think it's a guy who can actually get that starting 2RF spot. It's Jed Cartwright. Again, another duel, 2RF CTW once again, 238K. Uh, I just think he's someone who if he can lock down that edge spot ahead of Dylan Lucas, he's got a chance to make... 200k uh and that's not even asking for much that's getting up to a 40 uh you know he's got two good halves there now i just think jed Carright, if he does lock down that spot is a very nice priced at 238k and then the last guy so obviously you can go with a chevy stewart here you can go with a far longo for me i'm going to go to the cronulla sharks and it's all predicated on him getting the ctw spot uh i'm going to go for it all so i think he's got a chance to get a spot there Again, he is another jewel, 219k. Now, this pick is either going to be Ido or Falongo. So, whoever gets that spot there, right now, there's about 100k difference. So, I'm going to lock in Ero right now just because I do like him getting that spot potentially. Um, the Sharks are in a bit of an interesting place where if they don't play him, there's a chance another club's going to come and snatch him up soon. So, I think it's going to be very interesting for them to try and lock him into some early minutes in first grade. So if we scroll up, as you can see here, we've got our 25 players. We've got 233K in the bank. Now, again, we can either leave Iro If he doesn't get that spot, he can be a bit of a enough jewel to start the season. Hopefully he gets a spot. We can go up to far longer. If he gets a bench spot, potentially, and we can get that back to 133 remaining salary. But it's like having a bit of flexibility. Now, again, this is all predicated on, obviously, we need to get those cheapies who we're going to get, uh, who's going to get bench spots, who's in line for some big minutes. So right now... This is the team I'm going to lock in as my first draft. Uh, a couple of key things. The four guns. So like I said, Grant, Ponga, Cleary, Hines. They are absolute musts. Three other guys that I just can't see myself having without to start the season. Ruben Garrick, Luke Brooks, Sean Lane. I think those guys are pretty set. I think the next level of set to me, Palacia and Curran, I think are pretty locked in. And then you've got everyone else kind of battling for position and who who can jag a spot to get a bit of money. But I do like the team. So we've got Grant and Summerton at hooker. Palacia, Lanou starting front row with Henry and Fafita on the bench. Furmore, Lane and Curran starting 2RF with Sutton, Mooney, Matamua on the bench. Cleary and Hines in the halves. Brooks and Weeks in the 5-8 slot. Garrick, Tawalangi, May and Savage in the starting CTW with Salmon, Cartwright, and Eero on the bench, and the fullbacks with Ponga and Chance. 
So that's the first draft, guys. Uh, like I said to you the other day, it was going to take a little bit of time um, looking through some of the teams and seeing where there's a bit of opportunity. But I think we've locked in a pretty good team here. And again, obviously lots to change. We're pre-Christmas right now, the 22nd of December. I'm sure there's going to be a thousand more iterations of this team. But I said to you, it's going to be pretty difficult to make a team. You're going to make some hard decisions of what positions you want to keep and not keep. And I think this is a pretty good representation. There's going to be a few position groups namely maybe front row forward, you might have to cull if you want to have some good coverage and absolute stars in your team. They've priced them very high this year, obviously, uh, finishing off their season average last year. And yeah, I just think it's going to be interesting. You know, there's some guys, I love some of the way the bunnies are priced. They might be in a, a second episode. Just their draw is brutal. So there's a few teams I really like some of their prices, but the early draw is really keeping me away. But I will finish on this. This team that I presented right now, one of the other things I love about it, one, there's a lot of dual flexibility, which we do love here, but the buys. So round 13, I've got 15 players playing in that buy round. Round 16, I've got 11 players playing on that buy round. So I've got some nice early buy flexibility. That is obviously predicated on some guys not getting picked for origin and some guys starting. So I do like having this number of teams nice and early where I can have a bit of flexibility and not have to worry about those buys, ripping that team apart. Um... I can obviously scale back my round 13 a touch. Um, you know, I'd like to have maybe 10 and 10 to start the season in round 13 and 16, and then have a bit of flexibility during the season to make a bit of changes. I want to try and use one boost in the first seven rounds, potentially, really try to hold those boosts towards the end of the season. And yeah, just want to try and get the team right nice and early, but also have trades for the back end of the season. So thinking a little bit of trades, thinking a little bit of buys. And then obviously coverage. I think dual coverage this year. There's not many good ones this year. So you got to try and grab them where they can and just look for the minutes. I think that's the biggest thing. Trials, preseason, look for who's going to get some minutes. And then, yeah, pull me out the team from that. But we'll leave it there, guys. That is the first draft for the SC Halfbacks Classic Team for 2024. So thank you guys for listening. Back with another podcast very soon. Have a great day and hear from you soon. Cheers.